Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Verona Security Tools podcast. I have with me today the people behind Maltego, which is an incredible OSINT tool that has found its way into all sorts of organizations for its ability to conduct investigations and show relationships in a way that a human wouldn't be able to without assistance. Can you introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about what you do? Hello, my name is Kilian. I run customers at Maltego, uh, which means that I'm building up the internal customer-facing activities and operations. I'm building up the team here in Munich, and I brought uh, Aisha along. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Aishwarya, and uh, obviously in a European context, that's a very hard name, so everyone calls me as Aish, <laughs> and I am basically... Yeah, interact uh, a lot with customers as a part of my role in customer success, as well as in terms of training. So I do a lot of trainings around the globe and teach people how to use Multigo and basically know what all of the nitty gritty buttons on Multigo do. That's uh, that's me and that's what I do. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for joining us. And for any of our listeners who aren't aware of what Maltego is, it's probably one of the most powerful things, at least, that I was able to find as soon as I downloaded Kali Linux for the first time. It's one of the things that's included by default. And for young hackers or anyone who's never conducted an investigation before, it's a piece of software that is pretty mind-blowing the first time you run it because it uses APIs to pull in information about an investigation that otherwise would take a ton of time searching and a lot of kind of guessing to understand the way that the information all fits into one picture. Now, Multego does something called link analysis. And what's really cool about that is that as it pulls in all this vast amount of data, it's also able to show the relationships in real time in a variety of different ways that makes it really easy to see where things kind of line up or where the next step of your investigation might go. So I use Multego all the time when I'm doing trainings for journalists, security people, and it turns out people all over the world use Multego. But maybe you guys can tell me a little bit about why Multego is so powerful and what exactly makes it such a great option for people who are trying to conduct an investigation. I mean, Cody, uh, probably we ourselves couldn't have put it any better. So that's a very accurate description. At Multigo, it's our mission to really empower investigators or analysts all around the world to be, if you want, more effective and efficient through technology in their daily work. And ideally, through the use of Multigo, they're able to focus on their strengths, right? To ask the right questions, spot relationships, to ask the right questions, spot relationships uh, that seem invisible to others or uh, machines actually, or, or, you know, if you want artificial intelligence, because they are able to follow their intuition. And then if you want, find the needle in the haystack, right? And so I think it makes Multigo extremely special and powerful, if you put it that way, is the ability to gain insights for connecting and visualizing data from so many multiple different data sets in a kind of intuitive and easy way. And that then helps you to find the patterns that, that really then emerge. Um, so with Multigo, you are able to browse through a large variety of different uh, data uh, sets of data pockets if you want to pivot through these data. And that's kind of why the tool is really awesome. Aish, anything that you want to add to this? No, I think like Kilian mentioned, Cody, I think you put it off really well. The best part or my favorite part of Multigo is that you can actually integrate any kind of data that you want. And I think it's very helpful 
to even just see, you know, multiple different data sets come together rather than having to, uh, you know, physically look over that data yourself or, you know, have, I don't know, 20, 30 browsers open or tabs open and then actually looking at that data individually. It's just so much easier to kind of just pull it all into Multigo with the help of transforms and um, see overlays and patterns and conformities and oddities. And I think it's it just visually it's so appealing for a human being to actually be able to spot something like that out rather than go through, you know, lists of data. I agree. Because for an investigator or a journalist, I mean, if we put ourselves in their shoes, let's say they have to answer a question that is daunting. Like, does this creepy organization own all these different businesses that they're pretending to not own? And if so, can we prove it? I mean, if we're going with a Maltego investigation, that's pretty straightforward. I can think of maybe a half dozen ways where I can attribute a certain website or a certain organization to another one doing things like link analysis on tracking codes or whether they share a common server or they have other characteristics that would be really easy if I had the right amount of data and the ability to filter it to figure out whether or not these two uh, organizations are actually related. But if I'm going to do that sort of investigation without the ability to put all that on a graph, see links where they exist, and kind of mine through the data to only look for the most important parts, I'm going to have a million tabs open. I kind of don't really know where to start. And when it comes to you know pulling through maybe all the different websites that are located on a server, or being able to look through DNS records and find out exactly who registered what, I mean, I might have a little bit of technical skill, but what's cool about Multego is it's able to pull in all this data from API sources and from all these open source databases that are, f- are for the most part, free and public or have the ability to be queried. Most people just don't have the skills to really, first of all, get that big ocean of data. And then if they did, they would have so many tabs open and be struggling to kind of put it all in one place that I think that one of the things you hit on that's really useful about Montego is the organization. You know, it's there's no shortage of data anymore. And if you know that, you know, you could hit the Twitter API and pull in all these tweets or you could hit some other API and get all this great information. Now, that's great. But if you can't display it in a way that makes sense, it's really out of reach to most of the professionals who actually need to do that because no one has time to be, you know, a world class journalist and also a world class hacker that can also program and do all these background things that are kind of required once you start dealing with this volume of information to sort it and make sense of it. So part of the big appeal of Multego is not just the reach of the data, how you guys can manage to pull in all the stuff that most people can't even find, but also the way that it's displayed so that even a person like a journalist or a police officer or somebody who's using this sort of information for an investigation can instantly see what they're looking for through all the kind of the needle in the haystack of information that's out there about what they might be looking for. Yeah. And there's also something to add to what you just said. And it a bulb just went off in my head. It's, you know, a, a lot of times when people look at Multigo or the tool itself, they're like, oh, look, that's, that that looks very techy and it's very complicated. And I, I, I totally disagree with that because it really enables even people who aren't crazy technical, who may not know exactly what a DNS server does, but they know that, yeah, it could be hints to, you know, solving this, this puzzle of finding out are, this com- are these companies owned by the same person or not. Even if you understand a very basic concept, you're actually able to see that very easily on Multigo. You don't need to be a super technical guy. You don't need to learn a a new 
programming language and like you said it comes pre-installed with Kali and we also have a community edition and it's just so easy to start off and and get going and at least for me even I'm not a super technical person but even for me I you know it's just really intuitive to know okay that's what the menu is and that's where I click for something to happen and that's that looks like a play button that means it's a run button you know it resonates quite a lot with every other application that you that you use in daily life and I think that makes it a lot easier to for it to be a stepping stone for not just the guys at the large corporates with, you know, the the big screens and a lot of many years of pen testing and hacking experience, but also for the guys who are just world class journalists who actually want to have technical information to prove their research. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, in a lot of these cases, when you have the right data and you have the right investigative methods, the investigations are quite short. I mean, you start learning where all the data lives. And for me, I mean, put yourself in the shoes of someone totally new to OSINT. You start up Kali Linux because it's a free Linux install. And all of a sudden you have access to this amazing community tool that, you know, with the right mouse click, you can see all the various types of data you can pull in about any entity you can think of. It could be a website, it could be a person, it could be a screen name, like an alias. You can just put it on a graph, right mouse click on it, and it shows you all the different places that the data lives about that. And you might not understand exactly what that data means yet, but if you're an investigator and you have something you really want to know, or if you have something, some research you're doing and you really need to know more about that entity... Maltego is cool because, I mean, you don't need to be a OSINT wizard to right mouse click on an entity and see all yeah. the various places you can pull in information about it. So for people who are new, it's almost like a, a walkthrough of telling you where the data lives about each type of thing you might be investigating. If you're just kind of starting around, you open this thing, there's entities on the left side, you can drag and drop them onto the main window and right mouse click on them to see all the other stuff you can pull in. And while it's a little bit overwhelming to suddenly get all these huge uh, mm-hmm. points of data like showing up on your screen, you might not know exactly how they work at first. It's one of the most beginner-friendly programs in terms of just being able to start playing around on a graph. You're not going to generally break anything. And Honestly, yeah. I learned a lot of Maltego just by being fascinated by all the different stuff it could pull in. I'd be like, I'd drop in a URL. I'd be like, what? I can see mm-hmm. other websites that have the same server or the same tracking code or share the same email addresses. I can pull in email addresses from these domains. Like, It all kind of blew me away about the web of information I could display just by you know clicking around and kind of learning about it from the free community edition. So yeah. uh, it's such a gateway. I like reiterating on one of these things that you said in one of your, I think it was a workshop, I don't remember, or like a video that you made. I love reiterating this in every single training that I do is that, you know, asking the right questions. And if you don't have the right questions, you don't get the right data. And who else uh, better to actually ask the right questions than journalists, right? They have the questions in their head and then they know exactly what they're looking for. And all they need is a source to, they basically need a treasure chest to basically look into it. And I feel like Maltigo really helps them kind of guide them towards this treasure chest rather than kind of, you know, looking out uh, for this for these data points in, in, in the open. And even if you do click on a transform and you're overwhelmed by the amount of data, I think it applies a lot to people who are beginners to the whole uh, OSINT uh, scene. But for uh, specifically, you know, the kind of crowd, like investigative journalists, for specifically them, they know what they're looking for. So even if they get a ton of false positives, they know immediately that, okay, that's not what I was looking for. So I feel like it resonates a lot more in terms of a use case uh, with, with, a, with a community like that. 
And for anybody who's just brand new to this, can you tell me a little bit more about what makes Multigo special? Because people might have heard of, of tools like Spiderfoot or some of the other tools that do a little bit of link analysis, but Multigo is really special. And maybe you can uh, tell me why it can do things that other types of OSINT tools can't do. Sure. I mean, first of all, it's free. Uh, uh, so we have a community edition, um, as you said, that comes pre-installed in Kali Linux. And uh, just by starting it, um, okay, you have to register, but then after starting it, you get actually access to tons of data at your fingertips. And all of that without really uh, having to code anything, uh, you can simply, you know, maybe just start with your own uh, domain if you have it, drag it on there and get going and understand what data is, is out there. So Maltigo, uh, if you want, has over 800 predefined transforms from what we call the transform hub. These are uh, integrations that either we have written ourselves, that a very large community of, of other investigators has written, and we have over 30 partner organizations that bring in their data, some of it for free, some of it is uh, through paid data access, but that's just yeah, an enormous uh, ton of data at your fingertips. So you're mentioning transforms, and that's one of the things I think fundamentally makes Multigo different and more of a community project than other types of OSINT tools. Typically, you know, some guy will make an OSINT tool and then it works the way he says it works. And people can add features and stuff, but Multigo works by integrating uh, transforms that people write that are basically types of APL. It, the way I describe it is it's like an API call combined with an algorithm to organize and sort the data that comes back. So first it goes out and gets data, then it organizes it, and then it adds it to your graph in a way that makes sense or adds to your investigation. And because so many people can add to this transform library, it's constantly being updated. There's all sorts of things that you might not expect that have been thrown in there for different use cases. So it's a really cool library of different I guess use cases people have thought of, of like, wow, I really need access to this giant ocean of data that I can get at with this API, which is application programming interface. It's the way that machines kind of communicate with each other and are able to pull down huge amounts of data from databases and other sorts of OSINT sources. Multigo kind of handles that by having this library that anybody can add to that you can then import into your Multigo install. Some of them are free, some of them are paid. And then it, it kind of like gives you like level ups almost where as soon as you right mouse click on the same entity, suddenly all this great information from VirusTotal will be available and you'll be able to see if this domain has ever been used in like a malware attack or a phishing attack before. Or you can right mouse click and see social information about maybe where this name has appeared before on Facebook or like other sorts of data sources. So because you can use all these interesting transforms that have been written or add your own, Multigo's not so much even a, a one-off OSINT tool as a framework of different things you can add to it and have it perform in vastly different ways. So I think it's good to mention, yeah, transforms. Like transforms are amazing and they really power what makes Multigo so different and cool and separate from other OSINT tools. Yeah. So I think touching upon the community side of things, like you mentioned, it's, you know, what makes Multigo special is that on the one hand, you of course have all of these free versions that's easy to use and start using. But on the other hand, it's so community driven. You have transforms out there, you have, you know, uh, forums out there, and it's been around for a really long time to the point where the, the community is happy to kind of raise the uh, raise uh, more people who join the community higher and higher, especially with Multigo. And I've seen this 
quite a lot. Like when I sometimes see that there is a server down or there's a bug or something like that, I first see the community reacting in the sense that they're trying to help each other out. And then, you know, we're like, oh, okay, yeah, there's an issue out there that we need to also like fix. And, you know, we we didn't really see that coming. And I feel like the community is so uh, self-standing and supportive of each other in a sense. And that also goes in line with the transforms itself. With every day, we find out that there's more cooler and cooler transforms that are built and are out there and is being shared by the community. Like no one just sits on it and says, hey, it's mine, you, you can't touch it. And that that's great because you can not only integrate your own data and your own transforms, but you can also then tap into all of the transforms that are provided by the third party. Like you can also tap into, for example, blockchain info data, which is also open source. You can combine your data with blockchain info data and then find out what kind of transactions happened and who sent it to whom. And you can basically see overlaps and merges of data, which otherwise, yeah, it's not it's not really that easy. So I think that's 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 exactly where Multigo stands out in the crowd. Well, that brings up another point where I never even thought about blockchain investigations because that's not really what I do. I know that there are people out there that I haven't even thought of that use Multego besides just police or, you know, kind of journalists. Can you tell me a little bit about what kinds of investigations or who might use Multego that people might not expect? Sure. I mean, in general, I think the OSINT professionals really fell in love with the tool because of the ease of, uh, of data that uh, and the amounts of data that can be pulled in, right? But it has also become an integral tool for uh, security professionals and, and forensic investigators all over the world, both, I mean, individuals or working in consultancies and small firms, but more and more so uh, on a larger context. Uh, I think enterprises are trying to secure their networks. Um, so we have people using it in in banks and financial institutions to uh, make sure uh, that, for example, the accounts of their customers are safe, um, that phishing attacks are prevented or detected and then follow up upon. We have enterprises that use it for, you know, to find out uh, domains that, that um, you know, are not in their network, but they are trying to resemble their organizations and then start a takedown. Also, I mean, recently uh, there's an uptake uh, in the area of law enforcement, just trying to uh, combat cybercrime, uh, especially in, for example, newer uh, domains like blockchain. Also, miss like a lot of misuse is happening, um, and this is also, you know, bringing some of the technology. Um, or essentially, Maltigo also have some of the organizations in law enforcement to really yeah, follow up with the, the crimes that are, that are committed online. There's much more to tackle. I think uh, Aisha also has some examples from the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on a very large level, Maltigo helps you know detect and uh, control criminal activity in a sense. And some of my favorite use cases in the sense of uh, saving the world and being a superhero from the fact that you, you're able to enable people to be superheroes and this is kind of like the Maltigo is kind of like the superpower is, is law enforcement, for example, using it to detect uh, child pornographers and sexual abuse cases and so on. And all of this data in terms of image processing, in terms of just phone number processing, call records and so on is really, really hard to do manually. And I've literally had conversations uh, where people have said, you know what, usually we look through call records for two weeks or so, and then we kind of get together in a meeting room and then we discuss what weird things we saw in the call records. And obviously this is very prone to human error. Um, this is very prone to, you know, just just overlooking information. How much more can a human mind hold? And that's that's exactly where I showed them an easy import function, for example, 
in Multigo where you can import infinite number of Excel sheets and then you can literally see this data merging over another. So if I had two different phones and I had call records from two different phones, I can just import that data into Multigo and I can see who called whom or if there are any common numbers that two completely different um, threat actors uh, had. So that's I think that's one interesting uh, use case from the superhero kind of perspective. Um, and like Killian mentioned, also, there's all of these, you know, large corporate red, red teams and red teams and blue teams also who use this uh, quite a lot to just uh, safeguard their perimeters. And a fun use case, actually. So people in corporates who have like an official license with all of the third party integrations, which they pay for. Recently, we came across a really fun use case, which was um, a person trying to actually find out all of the the Christmas gifts he wants for his family. So that was kind of uh, <laughs> uh, fun, you know. Uh, so people people make the most of it in their own way. So once people start using it, and the same goes for me, once you start using it, you not only use it for your day-to-day investigative activities, but then it becomes an integral part of literally everything you do, including like <laughs> organigram building and Christmas gift hunting and so on and so forth. <laughs> Well, that's actually one of the things you mentioned is kind of new to me, even though I've been using Maltego for quite some time. I always used it to bring in more data to my investigation from the outside. But I didn't realize that a lot of people actually use it to organize information they have already on their side that, you know, they don't need to go out and hunt for it. Maybe they have a ton of, like you said, call records, or they've pulled down a bunch of information already, and they just need to organize it and see if there's any links in it. That's another use case from Maltego that people might not consider is if you just have your own data and you're looking for mining a little bit deeper into it, Maltego can handle that sort of thing and combine both public data and you know your own internal data to look for links that otherwise might be impossible to find. Because as you said, you only have so many people and you only have so much attention. It takes a ton of time to go manually through a bunch of call lists and try to see if there's any correlations when maybe these people don't have the programming skills to, you know, write up quick Python program to go through and find it. Multego will do that for them in a way that's visual, that's easy. And that's one of the things that I thought was really cool that I didn't expect was being able to use my own data and kind of visualize it the same way that I'm visualizing information that I'm pulling down from the internet. Sure. I, I think where Multego comes into play is if you want to deploy kind of modern investigations at scale, you can now, for example, get a small team of data scientists or engineers that write integrations of internal data sources that a company might have or that a group of investigative journalists might have. Um, so they write these integrations for Multigo and then actually deploy these to their, you know, the investigative teams. So in essence, they can leverage a very small team of uh, tech-savvy developers, if you want, and then yeah, roll these capabilities out to, if you want, tens, hundreds of, of people then that then follow up with the analysis. And that's something where then if you combine you know, the external data sources that we've talked about a lot before with the internal data that you've gathered uh, you know, uh, within your, your organization that you've collected uh, through other you know, sources, if you combine this, uh, then investigations really become extremely powerful. Wow. And one thing that also kind of strikes me is this is really the future of investigations. When we look at what an investigator does, I mean, you know, if they're looking for a particular piece of data, they generally follow a pretty a pretty fixed investigative route in terms of how they draw down information and start analyzing it. So, I mean, Multego makes it possible once these investigations are broken down into their constituent parts to even kind of automate 
of a basic investigation and then show the result in a way that some journalists or some investigators might even feel a tiny bit threatened by it because in the future they might be afraid that they are going to be replaced by it. But for now, anyway, it's uh, kind of gives them these powers where they can run something called a machine, which basically chains together transforms in a way that simulates the way a person would draw in information and start kind of analyzing it. And then the end result is something that kind of gives them everything they need to know, even if they don't know how to drive the car, <laughs> essentially. So that's one thing that I love about Montego that I, I think is kind of the way that things will work in the future. If you've got a great investigative process, there's now a way to also chain them together so that a lot of the work of, you know, doing the investigation is taken up automatically by the machine. And by the end of it, you're just left with the information you need to analyze. And you're not even clicking through anymore and doing the the minor steps of the investigation manually. Yeah, so it's, it's always, it's a nice story with the machines because especially like uh, coming back to the technical versus non-technical uh, crowd that actually addresses Multigo on a regular basis. The non-technical or not so technical guys are always intimidated by the idea of a network footprint because they're like, oh my God, what is in it? What is a server? What is an IP? And what is a DNS even? And what do I do with that information? And we realized these weak spots uh, quite early on. And then we decided, okay, let's have machines for this. And rather just tell them, hey, you know, with a click of a button, you're going to get what you want. And don't worry about figuring out uh, the nitty gritty details of, you know, what is what, but rather just click the button and then you already have server names or companies where a particular website is hosted on and IP addresses and locations of these IP addresses. So where exactly on the globe is it located? Is it is it hosted? And this just simplifies a lot of the investigations for a lot of people. And I think it's also uh, uh, from from the development perspective as well, a machine is as easy to build as as it is to start up Multigo. So it's literally a drag and drop uh, user interface where if you know you have to run these 10 transforms day in and day out for an investigation, all you have to do is drag and drop those 10 transforms and uh, it's going to do the job for you. So that that really, you know, helps automate investigations in a sense as well. That's so cool. So, I mean, from the perspective of a beginner, you could have someone who has an amazing workflow that's super, super good at just pulling down this information and uses Multego enough to know how to, to really use it correctly. They could write a single transfer, or a single machine rather, and then share it with their colleagues. And now everybody in that organization has the ability to do that same investigation, which really, for me anyway, solves the problem of like, where do I go from here? Because exactly. sometimes when I'm starting an investigation, I just want a place to start. I don't know what piece of information is going to take me all the way to the end of my investigation. But if I have more information on my screen, I have a better roadmap for where to go. So sometimes I'll just run a, a Multego machine just to put data on my screen so I can see, all right, these are the pieces of this company or this entity that I'm researching that are publicly available. I know I can right mouse click on this and start pulling in more information. It really just gets the investigation started by putting for especially for a layperson that might not be as experienced with where to start, just putting as much information as possible in an organized fashion on the screen so they can make the decision about where to go from there. Exactly. There's also a, another contrast that I can add to that is literally uh, one person on the team really knows how to use Multigo and he wants to get everybody else initiated into it somehow. But everyone's so skeptical and or there is, you know, they're usually in investigative teams, you also have a really, really large uh, age barrier sometimes where there are even 50 and 60 year old people who are just intimidated by the fact that there is something new that they have to learn at this point. And even those people have been really wide eyed and uh, happy when you say, hey, it's 
as easy as you know just clicking on a button and we just simplified a lot of manual workload for you literally a realistic example that i can take is uh, you know if 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 a journalist has uh, come across a huge data dump with 20 30000 entities in terms of i don't know email conversations or messages between uh, different parties they can literally just put it on multigo and then pivot out of those messages into literal email addresses and then use data points like spycloud for example and then pivot out into actual unique personality so literally get out people from a whole dump of data and then be able to actually understand you know who the threat actors are and who aren't and i think that that simplifies uh, a lot of investigations with regards to time and also efficiently looking at um, data that really matters the fact that you have the results of an investigation in a visual format mm-hmm. rather than having it in a list in excel yeah. in i don't know log files or whatever just makes it a very powerful tool to communicate whatever you've done for hours and hours as an investigator to you know your management your uh, the, your you, you know your colleagues the investigative community to put that in a write up or, or a powerpoint or other you know slide deck that you're going to show at a conference and so on and yeah that's just a really strong part of multigo as well yeah <laughs> even from the from the part that we were talking about a little bit earlier with regards to you know importing static data you can actually turn that into real time data with multigo so even if i have you know really static information that hasn't changed in a long time i can actually query static information from an excel sheet put it into multigo put it and then pivot out into getting live information so if i have again you know a lot of different messages and phone numbers i can actually pivot out in from phone numbers to doing a quick bing search with the help of multigo and seeing if those phone numbers were mentioned on other websites were they mentioned on uh different documents on different websites and that's the level of granularity that multigo can get into that is going to take you know one person quite a lot of time well that actually leads very well into one of my favorite use cases that i kind of save for last whenever i'm presenting multigo the ability mm-hmm. to work with live data is something that most people might not think about. I mean, when you're when you're doing an investigation like yeah, you're pulling down data that's that's live, but what I really like to do is social media investigations where I'm able to monitor something in real time because machines don't just pull in data once, they can also be set up to pull in data in a continuous way. And one of my favorite things to show to journalists for example is the ability to maybe monitor a protest by the hashtags that are being used, start looking for other hashtags that are also kind of related to that hashtag and, and kind of be able to cut down to the source of where the majority of the information about a protest or an event is and then in real time start also doing sentiment analysis to be able to see you know how do people feel about this event in general or what kind of people are interjecting uh, comments into it or is there a bot or is there some sort of uh, propaganda thing going on where a ton of negative information is all being interjected by a very small amount of sources all in a short amount of time if uh, researchers are in- interested in monitoring propaganda or watching things un- kind of unfold in real time i had no idea that multigo is actually a tool that can handle that as well cuz you know typically you think of oh this is a tool for a static investigation whatever's been whatever's happened has already happened and i'm just looking at the clues well you can also look at things that are happening in real time and they they're pulled into the graph they they appear as entities that you can analyze the links and it's it's super cool to be sitting behind multigo and watching it kind of import data and 
work with it in real time and, and just kind of watching it change. And that's, uh, I just thought that was so cool that you can use it to basically monitor an unfolding situation as well as kind of digging into something that's happened in the past. No, you're right. I mean, I would generalize that live data is useful for a lot of different use cases and social media is one of them. I also find it quite fascinating that you're able to, you know, in a way, browse live through the blockchain that is building up, that you are able to see which um, websites um, are out there, how they link together. All that data, you know, constantly changes day in, day out. And, you know, it's not data or basically if you download a data set, the minute you downloaded it, it's outdated. And the fact that with Multigo, you can constantly again pull it in again yeah so you have this this link into to live data sources and that's just really strong well these are all use cases that have again blown the minds of most of the people that i've shown because they're used to dealing with an investigative tool that just gives them a big list of data and they have to kind of figure it out for themselves or maybe they're used to an analysis tool that isn't capable of going out and pulling in as much information and organizing it in a way that's as useful but I also wanted to touch on the future of Maltego, because this is a tool that, as you mentioned, has been around. It's been uh, available as a community edition for free for quite some time. And tons of people that have gotten into OSINT have used Maltego as their first step. Uh, I know that you guys are now located in uh, Munich, primarily. Can you tell me a little bit about the recent history of Maltego and kind of where you guys are looking at going? So Maltego, the tool itself, it was uh, developed uh, in South Africa by Perturber. And yeah, you're right. It's been around for quite some time and it has developed a strong presence in the, you know, OSIN or uh, security professionals community, right? And just over the recent, I don't know, couple of years, over the recent years, it has uh, grown up, if you want. A lot of the folks have started in large corporates and, and they've adopted Multigo in their daily workflows. Some of them have grown really, really big teams that use Multigo day in, day out. And that also, I think, brought a lot of uh, challenges to the company itself. Uh, so I think in the initial stages, Multigo was very uh, developer driven and it continues to be. We are adding now in Munich, I think a lot of the, what we call customer facing activities. So for example, if you would have tried to get a hold of someone in person on a phone call five years ago, that, that would, would have been maybe tricky because they have been super busy developing the tool further and further. But then now that's something that, you know, companies, investigators in, in law enforcement and so on want. And we're adding that. Um, and that's something that we are in particular building up in, in Munich. Now that we have more customer support and the ability to actually get in touch with the people who are making this tool, what is the vision that's in store for Maltego? And so sure, for, our, for us, the vision has always been to provide a link analysis tool that's super intuitive but customizable at the same time for investigators and analysts from really all around the world. And we want to focus on easy and efficient integration of all kinds of data sources. Uh, and I think that's something that from a vision point of view, we will ever or will, uh, from a vision point of view, that's something that will we will never be done with if you want. Um, just uh, what we have in store for the upcoming, upcoming months and years We've been pretty busy on the product side. 
where we, for example, focus on improving our servers for Multigo's on-premise uh, solutions. Also, the development of, of you know some of the enterprise features that our large customers also now demand, if you want, um, such as simplifying the way they manage teams. But most importantly, we want to bring more power to developers by allowing them to easily or more easily build build transforms and, and data integrations. So we are looking at you know simplifying the way that new data sources um, can be added to Multigo. And we hope this becomes even more easier and faster. We also look at you know just from a integrations point of view, actually also add more open source uh, data sources. I think the way that investigations happen these days changes constantly. So we ourselves have to um, make sure that we add the recent data sources. And that's something that's keep our team busy constantly. Just to give you an example in terms of data sources, I think from the investigative journalist community, for example, open corporates is something that a lot of them really want and would like to see with Multigo. And then, you know, if we're doing a podcast, this is also a big uh, shout out to the community out there <laughs> to reach out. So I think the way Multigo has been built and the way we add data sources is also very community driven. And yes, a lot of the developments uh, happen by the community uh, sort of itself, right? But then we get tons of requests each year on new data sources that we want to add. And, and that's something that's been really helpful. So if I was an investigator who's just itching for a certain data source I love to be added to Multigo, what's the best way for me to request it to be added to the product? So in general, if you go to our website, anyone um, can become a data partner. And I think uh, we have two offerings. If you want to become a sort of official partner uh, of our hub, you can go to Multigo.com and you can click on data sources and you'll find a uh, easy inquiry form that'll shoot as an email for us to get in touch with you. Uh, if you directly want to release your uh, data sets, um, there's also the Multigo Community Hub, right? And uh, our documentation online has information on how you get started developing transform for these. I think depending on kind of what type of data you have, and if you're a company or an individual investigator, um, we really have yeah, different channels for you to get in touch. And if you don't want to develop the data source yourself, but you have something in mind, please uh, send us an email through our uh, support channels and we uh, will add it to, to our list of upcoming transforms. Amazing. And of course, most importantly, is the Community Edition going to stay free? Absolutely. Community Edition is there to stay for free. We help to equip it with more features, uh, more OSINT transforms. That's for us an integral part uh, of, um, of Multigo's offering. And it continues to be for free. Um, and we'll make it more powerful by adding more data. Amazing. Amazing. So then if I was someone who was listening to this podcast and I wanted to try Multigo for the first time, Let's say I download Kali Linux, I have it installed. Uh, what would be, what would I guess be the prescribed way of giving Maltego a spin, of trying it out for the first time for a total beginner who might just want to, you know, poke around and and see if it's something they want to try again? Yeah. So in terms of poking around, I think the best way is to first start off by opening the example graph, which we have especially for beginners. It gives you a very simple way of 
not just you know the first couple of transforms that are run but also how a graph could look like and what kind of layouts you can play with i think everyone likes playing with visual layouts in the first go so as soon as you open an example graph you can click around and you're not going to like you said break anything and then you can see how this visualization looks um the second step then would be of course to uh, run a couple of transforms uh, on this example graph itself um and then you can already see more and more information coming out of out of the same graph alternatively a, a, a great place to kick off investigations is just literally by uh, putting in any kind of data that you want i've always noticed that when you talk about um yeah multigo with uh, with with people who have never used it before they always say oh i'm going to like totally multigo my mom and uh, <laughs> you know so um and then they don't find anything uh, so you know everyone gets excited and there's no prescribed way i think it really depends on your interest and uh, what you what what field you're from and what you want to do but there's always a personal touch and an emotional touch to the whole thing um alternatively there's also um yeah ways to actually look at uh, machines itself you know click on one button see what a footprint means and what it's actually doing and it's also giving you a list of transforms it's running on the side so you know what's happening on the side so i think there are different ways to the there are different ways to the same uh, to the same goal at the end of it but my, my yeah recommendation would be go crazy and see what happens <laughs> <laughs> and I also like read that. null and also read null byte <laughs> yeah, watch Cody's YouTube and then watch Cody's videos. <laughs> we also have a we also have a fun way uh, to just get into the concept of of link analysis. So IMDb, the uh, movie uh-huh. database, is is honest transforms, and I think everyone can relate to movies. Uh, even the most non technical people will understand that a movie has an actor or has actors, and it has a director, and then you know from a director you can see whatever other movies has that director uh you know directed the actors yeah. where are the actors acting and like Wes Anderson always employs the top there are just like three actors he gets in all of his movies and you know <laughs> you know that 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 sort of a thing and yeah uh, there's a lot of like i said a lot of ways to actually try things out and of course our our support team is happy to kind of help uh, get anyone up and running um with multigo so even if you have ideas or use cases with multigo you can send it across to us and we're happy to kind of yeah publish it as well to like i said support the community and make sure that everyone has more and more different ways of actually learning how to use multigo in the best and most as fun way as possible wow i didn't even know that imdb yeah, yeah. was there i'm going to have to start doing trainings for paparazzi It's actually TMDB. It's the movie database. I have to uh, check okay. with if the if the API comes directly from IMDB, but yeah, it's TMDB on TMDB. Uh, on, on Yeah, and then I think we um just for because it's a fun use case, we uh had the earlier team develop transforms on this and I think yeah, I love showing it as well and it it really hits a, it strikes a chord rather quickly. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And just an example I always give or or something I always tell people is, you know, if if you're going to be running this and you only have a little bit of time, you just want to see what's out there, run it on yourself and run yeah. it on your job. I mean, those are both <laughs> things where you would be amazed about the old 
for me, it's screen names. Multego does a, a great job of, of expanding screen names and other types of aliases into online accounts. And if you've ever just kind of forgotten about these old accounts you have on the internet or, or maybe where a screen name might pop up and you're like, oh God, I forgot about that account. Multego, if you run it on yourself, can really show a lot of places that you appear online that you might not be aware of. So then if you turn around and run it on your job, you might find that there's something out there that shouldn't be. Maybe PDF files that expose internal email addresses or internal processes that could let an attacker know how to write a phishing email, or maybe just something that's just blatantly not secure or not supposed to be public at all. Those things can turn up really easily if you run Multego on either your own project or a place you work. And because it's an OSINT tool, it's not like you're doing a hard scan of these things. You know, you're not you know, running a NICTO scan where you're doing a vulnerability scan and, and all the suspicious stuff. Uh, it's more of just kind of seeing what everybody can see. And that can be either refreshing if you've done a good job of your online hygiene and made sure that nothing is out there that you don't want to be out there or terrifying if you've done a bad job but at least you know what other people can see and you know if someone contacts you and they have all this information and they're maybe pretending they've uh, they're a business that's done business with you before multi can let you know oh okay i had this document that's been out there anyone can see it that's why they know this stuff so it kind of takes the wind out of maybe scammers or other people that might be using osint to try to get an advantage uh when trying to fool someone with a phishing email or something like that? I think in general, our uh, blog on Multigo.com is, is a good uh, source of inspiration as well. Uh, on our blog in October, for example, for Cybersecurity Awareness Month, we released uh, an article, kind of a beginner's guide of examining your digital profile, what's out there, you know, uh, loop in uh, from your email address sources like have a bing pond and so on. Um, just also for yourself to, to be sure that, you know, whatever you do on a daily basis uh, online, you know, stay safe. Definitely. I mean, this is even something as simple as you could import your contact book, uh, run all the email addresses of your friends and family through Have I Been Pwned, and just very quickly in a couple of seconds, get back an answer as to which of your friends should probably change their passwords, especially if maybe they're not so tech savvy. So, you know, Multego has all sorts of really cool utilities, either just really quick use cases where you can use a little bit of information to go a long way, or really complex investigations where you're stacking you know, all these different API calls and all these different ways of processing the data to just get a picture that wouldn't be possible without you know, a million tabs open in a photographic memory. So mm -hmm. these are all different ways that a beginner can start to branch out from you know, the initial investigation where they just find out, oh my god, I have tons of information online, or oh my god, my company has posted this online and doesn't realize that it's been made public like that can kind of like form the bridge for an early investigator from huh this is pretty cool to oh wow i can make money with this and i'm pretty good at it so i really like multigo as kind of a, a gateway drug into osint for people who might not have the attention span to really sit down and do you know an hour-long investigation because it, it really lets them know like hey this stuff is out here it's powerful and if you like it you can spend a little bit more time digging deeper and see kind of what the next step is you can take also, shout out uh, to the community. Whenever you are kind of organizing meetups, for example, please reach out. Uh, we're happy to provide you, you know, with, you know, eval use cases if you need that. And really support to, to get your local Multigo community up and going. Uh, so that's something that we really love in the community and, and are happy to support. 
Yeah, the one thing I found is that Multego has been fantastic about working with me anytime I'm doing a training or if I'm, for example, getting a bunch of students started with Multego and I want to do a CTF where they all have to hunt down information about a, a particular business. Uh, I've been able to get uh, eval keys so people can try out all the fancy features and kind of get a feel for whether or not that's something they want to maybe do later in life as an investigator. So it's been really responsive and really easy for me to be able to host these events and get people excited about learning OSINT. Absolutely. We're always happy to support it. And we're excited about all the use cases that we take away from that. Us, uh, the ties with the academic community are really important. And it's, uh, yeah, for us, a, a good way to make sure that, you know, the upcoming generation of, of OSINT researchers, you know, IT security professionals are, are equipped with a powerful tool stack. Well, I'm really excited to see where Montego is going to go from here because it's already been a legend for what, like a decade or so for young hackers who are getting started with OSINT and want to learn about investigations. As we kind of draw to a close, maybe you could tell me about where we can stay updated about all the great stuff that's coming out from Altego and kind of what the roadmap looks like for the immediate future. Sure. So in general, a good way to stay updated is uh, Twitter. We are uh, really active on there. So uh, the, th that's a good source. If you want to follow us on Twitter, the hashtag is MultigoHQ. And another good source is, is our blog, Multigo.com. That's a really good one. And, and the then... splash screen as well. So on the tool itself, for people who don't who, who want to obliterate their um, social media profile, <laughs> this, the splash screen is also a really uh, good place. We try to keep things updated and relevant out there as well. And the splash screen is the screen that you see next to the Transform Hub in the home screen of your Multigo client, by the way. And so that's also one of the places where we stay updated and... Uh, LinkedIn as well. Yeah, in general, I think there's also a bunch of professional communities out there uh, on LinkedIn, but also on you know other OSINT platforms. And I think they are that's just a, also a good way to uh, stay in touch with OSINT in general. And Multigo also you know comes uh, up there from time to time. I would also strongly to recommend you to to go on YouTube. Uh, as we said, uh, check out Cody's blogs. Um, <laughs> we ourselves uh, are also looking at adding more videos, potentially starting next year. But I think the community is doing a fantastic job of showing you what all is possible with Multigo. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, the uh, the roadmap. So uh, anything that people uh, might be uh, maybe should get excited about uh, in the near future? So I think it's too early to release anything specific, but in general, as I said, we are adding more data sources and uh, we are also steadily improving the, the tool itself, but also the way you're able to integrate more data. So stay tuned, uh, closely follow Multigo.com, um, the blogs and so on. Um, we will release uh, new features uh, next year. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thank all of you for joining me. I'm so excited to see what's going to happen next with Multego. And I'm also really glad we got to introduce this amazing free OSINT tool to all the listeners who might be able to use it in their daily lives, their work, or just to get a little bit more familiar with OSINT. Hopefully we'll get to talk to you guys again as more features come out with Multego. And as always, thank you for joining us on the Verona Security Tools podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.